Hi, welcome to Marketer for Hire. I'm your host, Sunny Logsdon, and I understand that not all business owners have a marketing background. That's why I'm here, to provide tips and advice on how to build the right team to unlock your business's full potential without wasting precious time and money. Each week, we'll break down complex marketing concepts into easy to understand pieces so that you can delegate confidently. Whether you're a business owner with a marketer on your team or you're just beginning the journey of hiring a marketer, I'm passionate about helping you maximize success. So if you're looking for ways to get the most out of your marketing budget, reduce frustration from lack of results, and provide clear strategic marketing direction to your team, this show is for you. Hey there, and welcome to Marketer for Hire. Today, I am diving in to talk a little bit about Threads, the hot new app that Meta introduced about a month ago on July 5th. And you've probably heard about it because I think especially if you are in marketing, if you do any sort of social marketing, it has been everywhere. But just in case you've been off on vacation and you have been fully checked out, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on it so we can all have this discussion from the same place. And we're going to dive into just the different ways that people seem to be using threads. And I'm going to give you some ideas about how you can use it for your business. So again, you've probably heard of threads, but in case you've been checked out, Meta, which of course is Facebook's parent company, launched Threads on July 5th. And it's basically a micro blogging app that was launched to scoop up all of those users that have been fleeing from Twitter. Sorry, now it's called X as of last week. And so Meta decided, you know, let's launch this and scoop everybody up. Now, that is a very simplified way of describing it. I know that there have been lots of attempts to woo Twitter follows away from Twitter. And until now, it just really hasn't worked. But currently, Twitter appears to be doing a spiraling nosedive, and it looks like it's going to self-destruct at some point in time. So Meta figured out this is a good time to make a move and grab all of these users who've been spending their time on Twitter and give them a place to go. So when I say that it's a microblogging channel, maybe you know what that means. It means that there's a limit on the number of characters that you can use in each post. So I think that Meta has confirmed that there is a 500 character count for threads. That's the limit. And Twitter was somewhere around half of that. I think it was about 250 to 280 character limit. So we're going to talk a little bit about how you get onto threads and then how people are using it. So things change quickly in the infancy of social channels, but as of this recording, you have to be an Instagram user to get onto Threads. So to get on, you just head over and download the Threads app, and then you can use your Instagram credentials to sign in. So if you don't have an Instagram account, you're going to have to create one because as of right now, there's no other way to start an account. You have to have Instagram credentials. Once it's downloaded and once you're in, you have the option to just import everything from your Instagram account. So it makes it pretty easy to onboard. And when I say that you are importing everything, what I mean by that is you're going to have the same username. You're going to 
be able to import your profile picture, the people you follow, your profile links, and so on. So it's kind of like you just log on and everything feels pretty familiar. And like on Instagram, you can also make your account private or public. So people will have to request to follow you if you make it private. What's great about this immediate import, like I said, is that you immediately feel at home on threads. A lot of the icons look the same. So if you are an avid Instagram user or if you use it at all, this is going to feel pretty familiar to you. It's not something that you just have to completely go relearn and build an entire new homepage for, meaning you have to go follow a bunch of people so they're going to show up in your feed. It's really just there. Now, the good side of that, like I said, it's easy. But in my opinion, there's also a negative side of that because you're going to see the same people that you see on Instagram. And for better or, in my opinion, worse, you're going to see a lot of the same content. Um, Some of it's executed slightly differently, but some people are just posting the same stuff, which I'll be really honest, I was disappointed to hear that. And so we are going to talk about some alternatives to just reposting your content from other channels. I did not join Threads until a week after it launched. I'll be honest, I was like, oh, another social channel to keep up with. I really don't want another social channel to keep up with. But then I heard a podcast. It was Amy Porterfield's podcast. And she was talking about that she felt the same way. And she was talking with Jasmine Starr, who is a social media expert. And what they were saying is that threads had been really fun because people weren't using it to market themselves. So you weren't getting that same stale content that you see across the other channels. I mean, it just starts to put you to sleep because it just feels like people are saying these same things over and over. But here on threads, they felt like the conversations were more genuine and more fun. And it was kind of like the after work happy hour where you find out that Jane in accounting is actually a wild woman. So it was just this other look at, you know, people and businesses' personalities. But when I joined a week later, I have to say I felt like I had missed the party. It felt more like arriving on vacation only to find out that everyone that I thought I was leaving behind was there too. And they were talking about the same things, doing the same things, wearing the same things. It didn't feel like I was getting away. It just felt like more of the same. And, you know, why be here when we can do all of that at home, right? So I was really hoping for a different experience. And I will say, even though that's what I saw initially, I have learned to appreciate some of the qualities about the Threads app. So let's talk about this. How should we approach Threads as business owners? Obviously, by the time this airs, the platform's only about a month old. There is nobody out there that can call themselves an expert yet. So really, this is just all about observations, seeing what's working for people, and just having fun with it. Okay, so first, let's just make a promise. Let's just say that we are not going to repost content from our other channels, So that is the first thing that you can do as a business when you get on threads is just find a unique way to post. I know it's bound to happen eventually. It is really going to just end up flooded with the same content that we see 
over on Instagram, but it would be really amazing if we could find a different way to use it so that it didn't feel like that. Because let's be honest, you're not being very sneaky. We see you over there on Instagram. We see you here on threads. We know you're posting the same stuff, and that is nothing more than a waste of time. Instead, I want to advocate for using threads as an opportunity to show a different side of your personality or just show more personality, period. I have to say, once I got on threads and was just kind of having fun with it, I all of a sudden was like, oh my gosh, my Instagram has gotten so boring. I need to spice it up over there because I'm just not showing enough of my personality there. I love this podcast because I feel like I can give maybe a little bit more of a peek into my personality, but you know, social channels, they can just feel flat, especially if you don't do a ton of video, which I know I should be doing, but that just has not moved its way to the top of my marketing strategy. So Threads was kind of a fun way just to show some more personality. And this is working for brands, whether they are business brands, corporate brands, or personal brands. So a really great big brand example of how this is working is Lululemon. Their threads posts are really cheeky and fun, and they use a lot of play on words, and I've really been enjoying watching what they are doing on their account. One of the posts that I really like, it said in quotes, you should show more of your identity on threads. And Lululemon's answer to that was, oh, you mean how I roll? And then they posted pictures of people on their branded rollers, which I thought was fun and clever. Another post that they had said them with a colon, and it said, don't jump to conclusions. And then underneath it, it said us, and it showed a bunch of pictures of their models with Lululemon jump ropes. It's still marketing. They're still featuring their products. It's totally on brand, but it is more fun and lighthearted than what they're posting on their other channels. In fact, I would encourage you if you're on threads or if you're downloading it after this episode, go check them out. Go check out their Instagram feed versus their threads feed. And you can just see how they have adjusted slightly for it to just be a little more cheeky, a little more fun. Another way that I am seeing people use threads is to test messaging in a really conversational way. They're also asking questions to really get some voice of customer examples that they can then immediately put into their marketing and other places. My colleague, Brittany Herzberg, who is an SEO expert, she says that she has been able to test out a lot of messaging for her brand, actually very specific messaging for her brand. She's been able to gather voice of customer. And when she immediately applied it to her current launch, She feels like it quickly resulted in two sales. So this is a channel where you can do a little market research because it is conversational, because people are replying, they're having fun, they are responding in a way that is maybe a little less filtered than they would on other channels, which means that you are going to get that voice of customer in a more authentic way. And, you know, I like to stick with the basics around here. So really quick, in case you are unfamiliar with the term voice of customer, this means messaging that reflects your customer's 
pain points and desires, it reflects the way that they would say it. So in Brittany's case, she would ask a question on threads. This question would elicit responses from her target audience. And then she would use the same words that her target audience is using in her marketing messages. So that's what she means by that. And that's what I'm seeing some smaller brands, especially solopreneurs do. The third strategy is one that probably is not going to last long, but if you get in there quickly, there is still an opportunity to engage with bigger accounts that probably wouldn't notice your comments over on Instagram and other bigger channels, but here it's just not as noisy, it's not as busy, and you can maybe get a response from them here. I've had people respond to me here that usually don't respond over on Instagram because simply they saw my comment or they saw my post. That ability to make connections also goes for your potential customers. It goes for your prospects. I've heard several of my colleagues say that they have acquired new customers through threads just by asking questions and starting conversations and responding to posts. So if you have time to really invest in some engagement over here on threads, it does appear that it is a great way to start conversations, to start relationships. And if you find somebody that seems like an ideal client and you go at it in a very non-salesy way, it is, as of now, it seems to be a place where people are finding clients, where people are reaching out to them and asking, you know, what do you do? How can I work with you? And so it, it just feels like it is a little bit more grassroots than the other channels that are polished. And it's really obvious that, you know, maybe you're trying to sell your services to someone. This one just feels like that grassroots conversation that you might have, you know, at the coffee shop or out with your group of friends where somebody says, oh, I didn't know you do that. Tell me about that. How can I apply that to my business? So just really authentic conversations seem to be working here and bringing people into the sales funnel. So my last piece of advice, if you can call this advice, it's really just observations, is just to have fun with threads. In my opinion, the only wrong way to do threads is to copy exactly what you're doing on another channel. Even if the content is the same, find a way to summarize and to make it more fun and just to do it a little differently than you're doing it over there. So, okay, this was a short episode. You might not even need the takeaways, but just in case you were distracted, I'm going to give them to you. The three takeaways for threads based on my observations is one, take a lighthearted approach. Two, use it to test new messaging. Three, connect with people in a really genuine way that you might not be able to connect with on other channels. And four, have fun with it. Threads is going to evolve quickly as more people jump on or as people jump off and quit using it. If you're already spread super thin and all you have time to do is repost content without the engagement, then I would say this is not something you need to jump on the bandwagon for. It's not worth being here. But if you're willing to take the time to play with it, if you're willing to take the time to think about how you can show up differently and find a way to use it that is strategic and is benefiting your business, then I think it's a great place to be. It's a fun place to be. If you're on threads or ready to jump in, I hope that you'll follow me. 
I am at sunny.logsden. And I would love to hear what your thoughts are so far. What are you liking? What's working for you? Hit me up there and leave me a comment and just let me know. So this is an episode that is to be continued because we all know that threads will be changing. And eventually, as we move forward, there will be real strategies that we're seeing work for people. And I will, of course, come back and do another episode on this when that time comes. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this short episode and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Marketer for Hire podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights to help you delegate marketing so that you can confidently get out of the details. If you enjoyed the show, will you do me a favor? Will you hit the follow button and leave a review and a rating? And if you've heard something that you think will help another business owner, be sure to send them a link to the episode. I'd sure appreciate it. And most importantly, before you go, I just want to say that I know your time is so valuable as a business owner, and I truly appreciate you spending some of it with me today. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you next time.